Well, hello, America. Welcome to The Daily Answer. And let's talk about some game changers. You know, as you look back upon your life, you realize certain crossroads or junctures in your life that think things that just made all the difference. And I think back about my mom taking us out to pick berries in the summer. That made all the difference. Um, the minimum wage job that I picked up between my sophomore and junior year of high school at a local IGA, that was huge. That was a huge game changer in my life. Of course, meeting my future wife, becoming a Christian, that's made all the difference. But years before that, for years as a child, I fought ear infections just about every winter. And by the time I had children, there were things like amoxicillin and other things that your kids would take. But I don't remember any medications that were available at that time. And I remember that the pain just always seemed to show up in the middle of the night. You know, I would go to bed and in the middle of the night, there was, there was this, this pressure would start in my eardrum and this oh no feeling this sinking feeling oh no here we go again i'm not going to be able to play outside i'm going to have to go to the doctor on january 12 1969 the new york jets played the baltimore colts colts in super bowl three and i remember lying on the couch in the outer room because i had an ear infection and watching the game Outside, there was snow on the ground. In fact, it seemed like it had snowed for about a week, and I had played heartily outside. And finally, the my nemesis, the ear infection, had tracked me down and put an end to my, well, building igloos, snowball fights, snow forts, and sledding at night. Increasingly, they became worse over time. On one occasion, my eardrum ruptured to release the fluid. And that was during summer. And finally, I think that's probably the event that finally convinced the local doctor, okay, this guy needs to have his tonsils out. Now, on that occasion, my regular doctor was out of town. And so I went to another doctor. And he had me lie down and then took some kind of oil and proceeded to massage that oil thoroughly into both ears, right against my eardrum. Well, okay, first of all, I walked into the doctor's office, okay? When I set up, my inner compass was gone, disconnected, and all whacked out. A wave of nausea swept over me. They had to put me in a wheelchair and push me out the back door. <laughs> my, mom, my mom had to drive the car around to some little parking lot in the back of the building. You know, I mean, you don't want to push me out the front door because it's a really bad look for a doctor for the patient to walk in and 
the same patient after he's seen the doctor to have to have a wheelchair to leave. That's not a good look. Don't want to send that kid through the uh, <laughs> through the waiting room with all the customers or patient. All right. As previously noted, well, that didn't work. Um, the eardrum ruptured about a day later. Yeah. I know. I'm always leery of liquid solutions to real serious problems. About a year or so earlier, I had a bad ear infection. And for whatever reason, mom was not available and dad took me to the doctor. That was pretty rare for dad to take me to the doctor. The doctor, the doctor took one look at my ear, didn't say much, had me lie down on the little operating table. You know, I mean, it, it was, oh, it was like a padded Oh, what would you call it? It was a table that was padded that reclined all the way and that had that the strip of white paper, right? That had a roll at the end and, you know, one person would lay on it, they'd, then they'd tear that off and pull up the white paper again. Okay. And then he, would, he had dad kind of hold me down, like hold him down, go like, oh, you know, I don't have a clue what's going to go on. And he comes around and he lances the ear. Oh, man. Woo. Hello, hello. My soul almost left my body. In fact, my soul had my soul had luggage. Yeah, had the luggage, had his tickets ready like, I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving town. But it was almost and if my soul left my body, it hit like the underside of the moon and then came down and landed in my body. Luggage strewn all over the place. Um, and, uh, you know, like, what was that? Almost like a vision, like an epiphany, um, like some sort of out of body experience. Um, I mean, to this day, I vividly remember that event because it was almost like every cell in my brain was screaming at once at the very moment that eardrum was lanced. Um, yeah, it, it just, it was all, it, it was almost like a high pitched screaming sound as if my soul was trying to come out through the small opening in the eardrum going like, or no, something close to that, trying to describe that. Now, finally, the surgery was scheduled. The ear infections had been so bad that my baseball playing was completely suspended for the entire summer. Um, I had started in what was called a pony league. Uh, there was what minors and majors, and I don't even know how old I was. I think I was between, I think I was between seventh and eighth grade, and and I was, and I think in pony league there they might have had three. They threw like three grade levels together and it was like boys playing with men. And it, I, I was, I was out of my league. I was out of my league. I mean, I was a kid. I was a kid and I was thrown on a team, on a team with like basically grown men, you know, playing. And so it's probably, it was good that, okay, uh, no baseball this year. I, I might have played in two or three games and then I'm down. I'm sick. I'm sick at home. 
you know, it's interesting. After my surgery, the coach that I had came and visited me. Very nice man. He gave me my first copy of the Sporting News. And man, I read that until it wore out. I completely devoured it. I'd never seen it before. I didn't even know that something existed like that. Where had that publication been all my life? My family did not have a subscription to Sports Illustrated, but in my mind, the sporting news had the information, stats, and advertisements that interested me. It was, it was kind of the Bible for the baseball net. There were many people like that in my childhood. A family would arrive in town. The kids would be in my class for one or maybe even half a year. And then can fall, they had left. It was, it was always kind of a mystery. And it was often families that came out of California or from back east. They would, I mean, the wind would kind of blow them into our small town. They might have been around one summer. They would rent some little town, excuse me, they would rent a little house near the downtown area. And and maybe, and, and sometimes they were religious. And I think this family was. And um, maybe the dad sold like insurance or something like that or semi-retired. And you didn't know what the whole story there was. But there was, and this was a family like that, that, this man was my coach just one season for a couple of games, you know, was there in town for a little while, gave me a copy of the sporting news, came and visited me when I was home, and then, well, and then disappeared. Then, then him and his family were gone, and it's like, what was that? What was that? But there were many people like that when I was growing up that would just pop into your life for a little while. Now, there's something else here too. Um, before the surgery, the surgery was on a Monday. And the weekend before that, my younger brother was going to All-Stars in Walport. And boy, this is one of the few times that, if the only time that mom and dad and us ever spent the night, and we spent two nights at the beach. Yeah, we spent two nights. Well, we drove, we drove from a little town over to Lincoln City and then down to Walport. I don't know, three hours? It might have been a three-hour drive. And we got in a car accident on the way down. We, we were in a truck with a canopy, and all of us were in the front seat. And I think... We were behind a Volkswagen van that had its blinker on and was turning right. So my dad proceeds to go around it to the left and they changed their mind and they turned into us and knocked us over on our side. And we're all dazed and dad is saying, Mark, Mark, open the door. Cause I'm like, there's a pile of us. Dad's at the bottom. Mom, little brother, me. And I'm going like door, what's the door? And people quickly came and jumped up and opened up and pulled us all out. And they pushed the, the tow truck, pushed us over and the, the truck still run, <laughs> ran. And we made, and we stayed at the Pat Boone motel in Walport, Oregon, but in an area called Bayshore. And, oh man, I was in 
they had like a little coffee maker. First time I'd seen that, like you could make like a single cup of coffee. We had a room that had a deck or a balcony overlooking the pool. We got to swim in the pool. We went out for breakfast. We never went out for breakfast. It was, but here's the thing that I was hoping. Um, in my mind, I was hoping that it, it would have sure been handy if, okay, they show up. Okay, they show up at the accident. And maybe I'm kind of knocked out. It'd be okay if I was knocked out. And they would have taken me to the hospital and they would have said, hey, by the way, this kid needs to have his tonsils out. <laughs> and, and I was hoping my my daydream was that the, after the accident, they would have taken me to the hospital, noticed I need to have my tonsils out and just remove them. And I would have woken up and all of that would have been over. Why could it not have happened that way? Well, we came back home. Didn't sleep well the night before the surgery. Woke up five in the morning. We go to the hospital. Um, boy, and, and this is this is the day and age where your parents could not stay with you in the hospital room overnight. Okay, so I have surgery. I remember being on the table. Mark, count to three. One, one, and I'm out. And I wake up. I think it threw up once or twice. They gave me a popsicle. And the next morning, my mom shows up and I go home. And of course, with your tonsils being out, well, you can have all the ice cream you want. Well, I, I'm not a big fan sometimes of all the ice cream you want. That gets old after a while. You can have all the popsicles you want. Okay, but after about two or three popsicles, I would really like something else to eat. But the biggest thing was, Boy, for two weeks, I could not play outside. And it was the height of summer. It's like July or August. And everyone's playing outside. And I'm stuck inside. And so that's, but but here's the thing. To this day, outside of meeting my wife and becoming a Christian and preaching the gospel, Having my tonsils out ranks right up there as one of the most life-changing and significant events in my life. Prior to their removal, I was constantly sick, fighting colds, ear infections. Afterwards, afterwards my body was jump-started, and I never had another ear infection again. And I was never like weak or sickly again. The year before, I was a horrible baseball player. And the year after, I was the starting shortstop for my eighth grade team, hit a home run, was in the cleanup spot, and won the MVP, and eventually made the all-star team that year. You know what? Becoming a Christian should be like that. There should be a night and day difference between your life before being baptized in your, into Christ and your life after. Has that been true for you? That decision to become a Christian hasn't made all the difference. Were you kind of weak and sickly before that move? Were you doing life poorly? And afterwards, were you an all-star? Hopefully you can say that. Yeah, man, since my conversion, I've been on the all-star team. Since my conversion, I've been an all-star husband, all-star wife, all-star parent, all-star child, all-star citizen, all-star member of the community. 
all-star employee or manager. Yes. Keep your behavior excellent. First Peter chapter two. You want to be an all-star? You want to be on the all-star team? Become a Christian. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, see you in the funny papers. <laughs>